I love challenging things. And this is something weird new for me, but I just got finished doing a, a fresh challenge for that I plan on doing this this year. And I plan on doing this three more times. I just got finished doing a seven-day fast, and I wanted to share with you what my thoughts of the process, thoughts of of what I experienced were, and let you see kind of inside of my line of thinking and why you want to challenge yourself too. We're going to be talking about that this week on episode 212 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail. A show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach Brian Goodwin as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. I am your host Brian and I am a certified men's coach who assists men who are just neck deep in the suffering of their life. Men who are going through a divorce or going through just rough times at work or just family life is not quite what you're wanting. I help these men find the courage, the confidence, and the thoughts to be able to navigate that in a effective way. Because men, we, we go through our struggles. Every day, day in, day out, we have different struggles. We have different fights. We have different battles that we end up having to take on. Life can come at us fast, and sometimes we become so overwhelmed by what we're doing that we don't know what we're doing. And that's where I want to step in. I want to help you get to the root of what your suffering is, help you change the way you're thinking so you can actually step back, look at your life, and Figure out that you can relax even in the middle of, of a of a chaotic windstorm. You can relax because when you start to relax, you can actually take in all of life, take in everything, and you can enjoy it. And each week we look at what it takes to change how you look at your life, how you can be better, stronger, more successful. And on the other side, all of that without ever playing the victim. Welcome, men. Welcome, welcome. I am, again, like I said, I'm Brian, and uh, we are on episode 212, which is amazing that we've gotten gotten that far. Two, 212 episodes. We are well into uh, 2024, and I just got finished doing my first big challenge that I wanted to face this year. And that was, and first off, you're all going, what? You're challenging, you're pushing yourself, you're making yourself do hard things. Oh, yeah. And I think you need to be doing hard things too, because our life, thanks to modern life, we are very pampered. We have a very cushy lifestyle. Our grand, our, my great grandparents were born in the 1800s and, uh, my granddad died in nine, eight, uh, 1990, I think 1990, 1991. And, uh, he was, I mean, he saw from the introduction of the automobile to planes or yeah. And planes to the space age, to all these great and wonderful leaps he got to witness. But one of the cool things that happened to him when he was young, and I remember hearing this story was he, uh, 
when he was 13, his parents would, were, had put him out with a, with a, a cattle gang or group. And he was the, supposed to be the, the cookie. He was the, he was the guy who's going to be cooking meals, serving beans, things like that for this trail drive. And they were pushing cattle to wherever it was they were going. And so he was gone for, for a little while, like a year, maybe, maybe two. And when he got back from doing that job, his parents had moved, moved away, gone. And he said, well, I guess that's time for me to be a man. And so he started living his life. He's, and you know, we're sitting here going, well, we can't be working until, you know, you can't be having kids doing doing stuff until they're eighteen. I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this was my great granddad experienced real life, and he went through real life. He had the hardships. He eventually he saw his parents one day down in Austin. They were just walking across the street, and he ran into them and talked to them. He said for maybe thirty minutes, and standing there on the street on on Congress Street in Austin, and uh, and then they said, all right. Bye. And he never saw them again to have hardships in your life. We were, when we were our, we as humans, when we were before all the comforts came in, we had challenges all the time. Not just how am I going to, how am I going to feed myself? How am I going to feed my family? But it was also, you know, oh, we've got, we've got calves being born in the middle of a blizzard. How do we handle that? How do we do that? We do the hard things. We do the challenging things. We had back, my great granddad went through the Great Depression. That changes how you look at stuff. When all of a sudden you can't afford anything, you're going out busting up furniture strictly so you have enough food. I mean, he went off, you would go off and he would make large sandwiches for the energy. You ate for the energy, not for so much for the pleasure. Now, it was good when you did enjoy the food, but you also, it wasn't a all the time, let's just eat until we're stuffed. It's we eat what's on our plate, and that's where that whole thing came from, that whole line of thinking of eat everything on your plate. Do not let that go to waste, because sooner or later, you're not going to have that food, and it's been due to to government uh means we've been depression free way too long we have we need to have an economic depression happen and because our 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 prices are way out of whack and it'll happen again it's going um it'll happen here sooner or later and yeah it's going to be tough it's going to be crappy you know we're going to have people who don't know how to handle themselves they're going to think because they only ate once a day that they're starving to death because we use food now as a buffer. We, when we don't have a good day, we go and some of us may pop up a bag of popcorn, instant, you know, microwave popcorn and, and eat two or three bags of it. Others of us go and we eat and we will pour a, a salad bowl full of, uh, of, of cereal. And eat that for breakfast. Some of us go and we'll buy two, you know, God forbid, Big Macs. We'll go to the, we'll go to fast food joint and we'll eat a couple things. We'll go to a buffet and we'll eat until we cannot walk. And I understand that because 
Jesus Christ, the price of uh, price of buffets these days. I'm going to get my money's worth by God. But we don't eat for sustenance anymore. And that's the big thing. That's the reason why we have an obesity problem. We eat to comfort ourselves. We comfort ourselves because we have not done anything hard. We need hard things in our lives. We need hardships. We need challenges. And that's the reason why I did a seven-day fast. I wanted to try it. Because two years ago, in, in February 22nd of 2022, uh, a, a nonprofit group for veterans was running a, a, a challenge. And it was, can you carry 22 pounds on your back and walk 22 kilometers, which is 13.1 miles or something like that. And so I went to Fort Smith, Arkansas and, uh, and did it. I walked the, I did the, did the laps and did the laps and did the laps. And at the end, yeah, I could barely walk, but I did it. I completed that that movement that whole that whole length i actually i ended up taking a wrong turn the first round because i was just i was just walking i wasn't going to try to keep up with everybody and we had some professional or not professional but recreational ruckers who would strap on you know 25 50 pounds on their back and go walk 20 miles every weekend. And so they were used to it. And sorry, I'm a, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I'm a truck driver. I wasn't able, I wasn't used to walking that distance. I knew I could because I've always been a walker. I used to, whenever I was going to see my great grandparents and I was 13, 14, 15 years old, one of the things I would do is I would go and walk to the next town. Why? Why not? What else is there around? I would be gone all day. I'd be back in time for supper. And that's all they really were really cared about. And I would tell them about what I did and what, and all that. And sometimes I would just hang around the, uh, hang around the house. And other times I was, you know, out adventuring. I wanted to see if I could walk. I've always kind of challenged myself, had that ingrained sense of wanting to challenge myself. And there's times that I challenged myself and realized, yeah, I'm not doing that because there, whenever I lived in Amarillo, um, and drove, I uh, used to li- actually, I used to live in Canyon and I would work in Amarillo and I had a, had a bike and I was wanting to see, all right, well, let's see, can I ride my bike from, from my, the house in Canyon to my work in Amarillo back? Answer is yes, barely. Because after that, I was not ever doing that. I never did attempted that little stunt ever again. I mean, it was a fun, it was a fun run, especially whenever you got, um, out a little ways past, um, right around the area where the, uh, Air Canyon's at, but <laughs> cause there's a couple of little dips and, and valleys and crevices and, and things like that drove through. And so you got some pretty good speed and that was a lot of fun. Coming back wasn't quite as fun, but you know, that was part of the roundabout package. And so if, after that, it was, I'm just sticking my bike in the back of the car and I'm going to drive to wherever I want. And then I'll ride my bike around and then drive back to where I back to the house. I never tried, like I said, I never tried that again. I had a mountain bike, so it wasn't a road bike. It wasn't one of those ultra light bikes. It had some pound and weight to it as a, uh, it was, and it was the pre Walmart, uh, mongooses 
And if you had anything, knew anything about mountain bikes, you know, Mongoose for a while was a premier brand. And then they decided, Hey, we're going to start doing our manufacturing in China and their, their quality went to, went to crap. And so, yeah, <laughs> you don't buy, you don't buy mongooses unless you're in Walmart now and they're not quite as high, uh, high quality as they, as they used to be. Well, that's neither here nor there. So, uh, but I've always liked kind of challenging myself, trying things, you know, just to see if I could do it. But one of the things that after I did the, the walk in 2023, I didn't do anything. And I noticed that through that time, I had a lot of really discontent, I guess, would or uneasiness and, and just kind of a restlessness to me, to me. And so I wanted, I got to looking and main thing I noticed that had changed is I really wasn't pushing myself in 2023. I was more busy focused on in on trying to get the relaxed mail up and moving and wasn't well looking on at myself. I mean, I, I wasn't doing, I, I wasn't doing anything except for working on relaxed mail because I didn't work on the house at all. And there was a, I got around looking at couple days or not a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, I got to looking around and yeah, there's a lot of issues that cropped up because I was not paying attention to the house at all. So I've got, I've got a lot of work to do come this, uh, come this summer or spring. So, but anyhow, I wanted to kind of, uh, expound upon what I experienced because I did not, I chose to not eat any food whatsoever for seven days started on sun, uh, Sunday, the oh, uh, time I would need a calendar I want to do this live and in person people. And so in, let's see here, calendar.google.com. There we go. All right. So on the 7th, on the 7th of January was my first day that I did not eat any food. Janet, my wife. She was, she was a little nervous about it. She had her thoughts and I had my thoughts about it. And the, mainly the thoughts were, okay, this, we're, we're, we've got this. This isn't anything drastic. This isn't anything that's really going to push me. And I, I figured, yeah, we're good. There's not, we're not going to have to, to sweat this all that much. Well, Monday came along and there was a couple things that I noticed. First off, yeah, there's a bit of hunger. I mean, First day I had hunger there too. There, there was hunger, but it wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't doubled over in hunger pains, but there was a bit of, I, I felt hungry. I wanted to eat, but I, it wasn't anything pressing. It wasn't like I've got to eat, got to eat, got to eat. It wasn't just, it wasn't a, a monkey on a, on a, uh, on a, uh, on a rampage beating on my brain. It was just, it was just there. It was just a little nagging. Signal going, you want to eat, you need to eat, you need to eat. Day two, I got, you know, a little bit of hunger pains where, and I mean, it wasn't, you know, again, wasn't doubled over or anything. It wasn't, Oh God, I'm going to die. I got to eat type of stuff. That's, you know, people who do that, they're being overdramatic. Sorry. If you, if your stomach hurts that bad, you're having, you're having cramps. You need to fart is what the problem is. But if, but I did have increased thoughts. Now I am going to let y'all know, I'm going to be talking bodily functions in this thing a bit. So if you turned off by, okay, cool. 
but I'm, I'll, I'll try to make it as, as couth as possible, but, but at the same time, make sure you understand what I'm talking about. So day two, main thing that really surprised the heck out of me is every time I peed, and I peed more than I, what I normally do, which was, uh, which I, I toned, I figured it was because I was drinking about it. I was planning on drinking a gallon of water a day. Cause I knew that I got, you get most of your water, you get a good portion of your water. I'm not going to say most, but you get a good portion of your water intake from the food you eat. And a lot of people don't believe that, but at the same time, it's true. You get most of the water that you take in from the food or a good portion of it. I'm, I keep saying most, but a good portion of it from the food you eat. So I, you know, I, I knew I was going to need to increase my water intake. Besides, I wasn't going to have any cokes. I was I was only going to be having coffee and and co- and water, so no cokes it, were in the uh, in the mix. So I had bought a lot of water, and I drank about a gallon and a half that first day. And about that time, that's when I kind of realized, you know what? I maybe I want I don't want to be limit my water intake. I want to drink as much water as I, as I want. But at the same time, I was almost, I was a bit fearful of drowning out electrolytes in my system. So I went ahead and, uh, and, uh, started, I take about two, uh, two teaspoons of salt, I guess would be a, a good, a good amount uh, about what I was taking. I would put two, about two teaspoons worth of salt into a, into my, uh, into my coffee cup, add some water, you know, kind of swish it around a little bit and, and drink it. And oh god, salt water tastes horrible. But you know, I wanted to get a little salt in my system just so that I had you know a, a, some resemblance of electrolytes in there. So I kept uh, I kept up and drank about a gallon and a half the first day. Still, all my pee was just a really dark color. Um, and looked online, and they were like, yeah, 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 it's it's. You know, if you're, you're not drinking enough water, I'm like, oh, holy smokes, man, that was a gallon and a half. So second day or uh, third day, same thing. I mean, I just had dark urine all the way through the day and drank another gallon and a half. I went through three gallons in two days and I bought five gallons of water. I ended up buying a, a sixth gallon while I was, uh, uh, while I was on, on the road. The, uh, but the third day I had a, I had a poo, I had a poo. And that was the only salt last solid poo that I had during that time it was on the third day, it was a, which was a Tuesday. So Wednesday comes along, the hunger's still there. I'm still, you know, I'm noticing food every place. I dread having to go fill up the truck. But every time I walk in, I, I get hit with all the beautiful, amazing aromas of, of of a truck stop and it's all the nice fried, crazy, awesome food. And they had, you know, like, uh, over in Okima where I'll stop from time to time, they, uh, they have crispy crunchy chicken, which is, you know, kind of a Cajun-y spice, slightly spicy chicken strips type of thing. And, oh, wow. I mean, I, they, they're usually pretty good though, but at the same time, boy, those things smelt amazing. But at the same time, I wasn't crippled by it. And the whole time, I mean, I had my thoughts. I was, I was hearing the thoughts of, Oh, go ahead and go eat. Oh, you've done good. You you're trying to convince myself. I need to go eat. Go grab food. And I'd find myself. I'd walk through the chip aisle 
to go to the bathroom and I found myself, I had stopped and I was looking at chips, like, which one do I want to get? And I'm like, no, no, you have to be very intentional. We have to keep on keeping the present. Don't be wandering off somewhere. So I had to, you know, I had to mentally grab myself and, go, and kind of mentally shake myself and go, no, dude, stop it. Let's go. And so go to the bathroom and then enjoy the smells all, all through day four and five still had a bit of darker urine than what I'm used to, but it had started to lighten up. And by the fifth day, it was basically just a really bright yellow instead of, of a, of a dark, but uh, day five, I also ended up having to go to the bathroom again. And what really surprised me about that one, though, is um, I was all of a sudden it was like a one of those oh type of uh, type of issues where all of a sudden it just kind of came on quick and it came on fast and it came on hard and I was like oh my gosh so I hopped out of the truck and ran in and I went to the bathroom but it was an oily stool I'd never heard of oily stools until I saw this and I was just like wow. Okay, so that's what they mean when they say oily stools. And it it does. It looks like an oil slick. It's just kind of sitting on top, and it's kind of it, – it looks like oil. All right? I mean, it's brown oil, but it's oil. <laughs> and so, you know, cleaned myself up and, and stuff and flushed and went – it kind of surprised me again. I was looking at that, and everything was saying. It's like, well, if, you know, this is a signal that you need to stop. And I'm like going, really? That's my first one. We're going to try. We're going to, we're not going to stop yet. My brain wanted to go, Oh, see, there you go. You're doing this wrong. You're killing yourself. You better not, better not do this anymore. Let's stop. Let's get out of here. Let's go find something to eat. And no, I, I decided, you know what? Let's use the, use the thinking brain. Let's use the, our, our, the pre prefrontal cortex of our, of our mind and utilize the logic. That's the first time. All right. Let's see if we have any more. If we keep having uh, through the day, if uh, if I'm still oily pooing, uh, if I'm uh, if I'm pooing enough oil out that uh, that you know I'm I'm afraid uh, Exxon's going to come along, then okay, all right, we'll we'll I'll I'll look at stopping then. I'll have my reason why and I'll, we'll stop. But it never happened again. Day six, day seven. Normal enough. Day seven, though, was real fun because I actually went to Walmart to go do shopping. And I went ahead and started buying for myself again because, um, you know, Sunday I'm off, I'm off my fast. And then Monday, Tuesday, when, you know, the following week, I'm going to be working. And I knew the big celebration meal that I was going to have for providing myself a hard time or providing myself this challenge is a hard time. I gave, well, I did. I gave myself a bit of a hard time. All right. So, <laughs> so, but anyhow, I, we were going to have, we're going to have gumbo tonight. So this is Sunday anyhow. So I was, went to Walmart and I had to buy some other things. And I was, I always swing by the, by the outdoors, uh, outdoor section because, you know, I like to look at camping stuff. I want to, I still, I like to camp and, while I was over there, I kept smelling the rotisserie chicken on the deli side. And this is on the opposite side of Walmart. I would just believe that smells really good. And I would smell, I was smelling the rotisserie chicken everywhere. Your smell gets incredible when it comes to food. And it was, it was amazing. It smelled um, wonderful. You could smell the different, uh, 
going to smell the the different uh, uh, spices. The spice rack was just a, a heaven. Of, no wonder, you know, do, you can't take dogs in there. They'd be smelling everything. They just everything smells good. But also, I ended up having you know they how they tell you don't buy when hungry. You don't buy unless you are very mindful when you're fasting. Because holy smokes, man, I wanted to go off and I wanted to get these chips and those chips and that chip and these chips and grab some of them pretzels and so. And I know pretzels are bad for me because I can, if I eat a bag of pretzels, I am going to have pretzel shits later on. All right. That's just the meat of the, of the, uh, uh, of the, of the problem. I just, they just run right through me. They, I don't know what it is about the, what they use for, for the yeast and stuff or for the flour. I can make pretzels and be okay. But if I eat there, eat a bag of pretzels, one pound bag of pretzels. Yeah. Um, by the end of the day, I I've got the trots and it, it's horrible. But, you know, I went off and I bought, I got around to looking and I was like, going, holy smokes, I bought like four bags of food, you know, four bags of snacks for, for five days. I, no, we ain't doing this. So I got a, got a hold of myself, set everything back. It was like, all right, we're going to get our typical pistachios. We're going to, we'll relent and get some, uh, some, uh, pork skins and some, uh, some pretzels. And that's all the snacks that we're doing. And some of y'all are going, what you're doing? You know, you eat that many snacks in a week. It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I drive. I'm a bored eater. So that's one of the things because I want to start reducing my bored eatership. What did I do then? And that's one of the things I want to, what we'll look at in the results because it's the thoughts. And so day six and seven came along and I went ahead and once the day was over, Got home, got all the stuff for the gumbo that we're going to have tonight and, uh, and stuff. And I, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait until midnight. I wanted to stay up until midnight. And then at 1201, I'm going to have myself a bowl of, uh, of bluebell cherry vanilla ice cream. And by damn, I did with chocolate, Hershey chocolate sauce all over the top because why? Cause I wanted it. Damn it. I earned it. Damn it. And, uh, and so I did and relished it. And it was the most incredible tasting bluebell ice cream you ever had. I mean, I mean, I went off and made a mess. I mean, the dogs were enjoying the hell out of my beard and I've got, I'm, I'm wearing the same sweatshirt I wore last night. So I've got chocolate stains on it. So now I look like some slob, but, uh, but at the same time, Oh, that was good stuff. That was such a good thing. And I felt good with it. I, it felt it nice to end my fast in that way. And so from there, I went to bed, woke up to a freezing house because the fire had gone out and all that. So, <laughs> and we've been fighting to get the fire, get the house warmed back up to a, to a decent level. And, and, but that is, you know, that, that's post, that's day eight. So what did I, what did I do? You know, so as I mentioned, I'm a board eater. And one of the things that I wanted to learn about going on a fast is I wanted to focus in and pay attention to what my thoughts were. Number one thing is I just wanted to challenge myself. If I, if I failed, okay, it, it's nothing big, but it's a, it's not a, it's not a hard challenge. It, I mean, eat, not eating for seven days really isn't that hard. 
if you now if you listen to what your mind is saying or if you want to live an unintentional life then yeah yeah it's going to be really hard because you're going to find yourself with a bag of chips in your hand without and wondering how the hell those chips got in your hand but if you pay attention to what your thoughts are you can catch yourself at the you know before it happens but i wanted to see what my thoughts were and most of the thoughts were just you know just kind of the naggy type of thought of hey you want to go let, let's see oh that's pretty nice you would like to have that wouldn't you that would be really nice treatment i mean these are the kinds of thoughts that i was having and there's a few times where i wanted to feel sorry for myself like my friend a couple of my friends found out i was doing a fast because i well i told them and uh so they were having fun with me by sending me pictures of what they were eating and some of the time sometimes it was like oh those freaking dickheads god dang you know why why are you doing this to me you know you're doing what's wrong with you and you know they're doing it for whatever reason they're doing it because they think it's funny all right they're also more than likely doing it because they the fact that i'm doing something something challenging and that brings up to them a feeling that you know they're not doing much with themselves in a in some way or another so they would like to hope they hope that you know deep down they may may not really want me to fail but there's a little part of them that goes i hope he fails and that's okay they can hope that i fail i doesn't affect my relationship with them because i see how they're they're just they're dealing with their own thoughts and they're doing doing it for their multiple reasons and one of the reasons is one, just to give me a hard time. And that's great. I love the fact that's part of what makes a man wonderful is because we do have a sense of humor, especially when things are rough. When we, when the fit hits the shan, that's where our dark humor comes in. And that's one of our coping mechanisms is we deal with stuff in a very dark, darkly humorous way. And a lot of people will look at it and go, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, you talk to anybody, a medic who has gone through through a, a war, they're going to have dark humor. And that is just because that's how men are. And that's good. We want men to have those dark, darkly humorous times because that's what it takes for us to be able to cope, to get out of from behind whatever the discomfort is. And yeah, we had, I had a lot of discomfort in this fast because I was hungry. It's not comfortable. It's not pleasant, but I also was able to realize this is what hunger is. Me just going in raiding the fridge because I want to raid the fridge because I'm bored is not hunger. And that's when a lot of us go to the food, go to raid the fridge. When we grab a, a, a snack, when we grab a bag of chips, when we eat that tub of ice cream is because not because we're hungry, but because eh, I'm watching television. I'm not catching all the, uh, all the satisfaction I want. So let's get a little extra dope of dopamine. So that's, those are our, our reasons that I did a, did a fast. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see what I was able to do. Was I able to go seven days? And I've got three more fasts to do. And one of those, I'm getting around to being pretty sure I want to try a seven day. The one drawback that I noticed is that week, that seven days 
was the longest freaking week known to man. Wednesday came along and I could have sworn it had to be close to Friday. And I was, I was a little, little more than miffed to find out. No, no, no. I've still got a whole more four days to go. I was just like, really four more days. Oh my God. This is all I'm only on, you know, it's only, only Tuesday. But it, and, and it was, it was only Tuesday and that was okay. And it was, it, you have little points of breakdowns. You have little points of stumbles. You have little points of, well, this ain't fair type of stuff. Even when you do it to yourself, you're going to go, well, this ain't fair. Well, yeah, I know it's not fair, but you put yourself in that lack of fairdom. So build, build a bridge and get over it. And you do, you get over it and you become better. You become stronger. And this is why I want you to push yourself because you do have the ability to accept challenges, doing things, doing hard things is scary. It's frustrating. It's uncomfortable on many different levels. But when you get done on the other side, you become a better person for it. You become a, a stronger person for it. You find out that you have the skills to do stuff that you never thought possible. You think better of yourself. You think better of the people around you and you are stronger. Uh, that's the, the epitome of it. You aren't willing to just complain and bitch about, you know, the slight comforts in your life anymore because you know what real discomfort is. Oh, the television's out. Well, okay, cool. I guess I'll read a book then. or cool. I'll go ahead and I'll keep working on my business. Then I'll keep doing this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do since I can't have the comfort that I want. All of a sudden you're not beholden to the external comforts that you are used to having. When you challenge yourself to something difficult, something challenging, even if it is you want to try pitting yourself against mother nature for the weekend and going out camping with, you know, with just, uh, just a few things. Maybe you're going to do an intermittent fast. You don't have to do a complete and total seven day fast. Maybe you want to do an intermittent fast where from six to eight, you've got that two hour window that you can eat. And if you don't eat in that time, all right, well, sorry, dude, better luck next time. You know, you get sidetracked, you get pulled away from something. All right. Sorry. We got, to, we got this. That's where the benefits of a challenge comes at you. So guys with that, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for the opportunities that you have provided me. Um, I have right now one position left open for the free six month coaching package. Once this, the, once that one person fills up, man, it's at a 300, it goes up and it's going up. It's not much. It's not going up to, you know, it's not going up to the full $6,000, but you will never see the free coaching package ever come about again, but you will have the $300. You're going to have a package that you can do a six month coaching package for 95% off. And that one's going to be coming up soon. If so, get ready. If you're, if you're wanting to want an opportunity to get six months of coaching, for free, dude, we've got it. It's coming up. It's here. Your, your opportunity is coming. All you have to do is shoot me an email, Brian with a Y 
at relaxedmail.com. And that's mail like like a dude, relaxedmail.com. And just in there, you put a subject can be uh, uh, free coaching or, you know, or somewhere in the body talk about, hey, I'd like to get the free coaching package. And, but don't be, uh, don't be too upset if I wind up replying. It's like, sorry, man, we're full. That one's gone away. I can offer you a package for $300 because we're down to the wire now. So if you are interested and you want coaching, I'd love to be able to coach you. And if you want free, beautiful, let's do free. If you want to go ahead and start paying the $300 one, all right, man, I, I will take that too. We, we can go ahead and start filling up the $300 mark because that one's not going to last long either. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Go out there. Think of something challenging because you need a challenge in your life. You need a little bit of hardship. Even if it is man-made hardship, find something to make your life a little bit harder just so that you become a little more grateful about what the good things are. So, guys, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Till then, bye.